Welcome to the Dwellings Podcast. Today we have a really special guest on. It's our actually very first guest uh, to be on the podcast. We have Abigail Ferrant, who, if you remember from last August, she actually wrote a devotional for us on Lilius Trotter. Um, she is the oldest of four. Um, she's from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Uh, she said that any free time that she has, she spends reading, knitting, or hiking. And she has a love of plants and all things nature, which led her to getting a degree in greenhouse management. So today she joins us um, as our first guest in our Grief and Grace Stories uh, series that we just started this month, um, and it'll go for June and July and possibly longer. We'll see. But she's our very first guest to come and tell her story of grief and grace and just walking the journey of grief and seeing the grace of God in it um, in one or many ways. So it's a really incredible story. I'm very excited for you to hear it. So let's get to it. Well, I am so happy to be here with um, Talitha today, back on our podcast, and we have an exciting um, thing that we're doing today. It is our first time we have had anyone else on our podcast before, and we're very excited. It's just um, very, it's just an amazing thing to um, be able to open up our uh, podcast to just um, a wonderful godly woman who mm. has just been through um, a lot and just clung to the Lord. And honestly, I have, I, I know there are, of all the women I feel like that I know of, um, Abigail is honestly one of the most godly women that I can think mm. of. Um, so today on our podcast is Abigail Ferrant. And I have known her since I was very young. Our moms were best friends. And for, for many, many years, we got together a lot. And so we just hung out and it was really beautiful. And growing into adulthood, we've just on and off throughout the years gotten together. She actually was my personal attendant in my wedding and um, just a phenomenal woman, so full of the Lord. And I'm very excited to have her on the podcast to just uh, hear her story and just see how the Lord has been and still is obviously working in her life. So thank you so much, Abigail, for being here. Well, thank you for having me. I'm both honored and slightly nervous. So this is exciting. Yeah, Don't be nervous. <laughs> Don't be nervous. It's good. It is all good. So um, anyway, yeah, very excited. So to start things off, um, we just kind of compiled a couple of questions um, to go through and to just start the conversation of, you know, your journey with grief and because um, that's, you know, what we're going through right now. And so the first question, just to start it off, is to tell us your grief story. So um, how you've dealt with it and what what has brought you, you know, to that point of grief and, and yeah, how it's, how it's come to you. So, yeah. Absolutely. It's kind of odd to be sharing my grief story as I'm very much in the middle of it still, mm -hmm. um, and probably will be for the rest of my life. Yeah. But um, about two years ago, at the end of September, 2020, 
um, so not quite, not quite two years ago, my younger sister um, passed away unexpectedly. It was a bit of a traumatic um, loss. And well, I was trying to think of how to tell this story. And I think it's important to share, to start my story of grief with a little bit of joy, which is very mm -hmm. odd, but just a mere five days before her passing, um, my sister who had been struggling with her faith and as we've grown up in a Christian home and just, she loved, loved to ask all the hard questions um, and loved to just kind of wrestle with life. Uh, and she had had some ups and downs and just came to uh, a Jesus moment where she realized that she could not go forward without any hope that Jesus was her only answer and she dedicated rededicated her life to Christ and turned it around and just like the next day was telling me about this and she was so excited and it was genuinely the best news I'd ever gotten as um, it was something that I'd been praying for for years um, and we basically just nerded out about God for <laughs> an evening over spaghetti and it was absolutely amazing uh, and then then in a few days after that uh she passed away um mm. so very bittersweet i am blessed to have that last dinner with her as it has given me um confidence in knowing where she is right now um she was 19 just two weeks before her 20th birthday. Mm. And I'm going to try to get through this without crying. <laughs> um, that was about a year, over a year and a half ago. And mm. my journey thus far has been a very rocky one, but not in a bad way. It's just, you, I never know what to expect. And it started off with a lot of anger. Um, not well anger at, at what had happened and a little bit at god but knowing that that anger wasn't going to shake my faith hmm. because i know who god is and even though i don't understand this nor and part of me doesn't want to understand it um, but i was still angry at him for it and i was like you know what buddy you can handle it you can handle my anger you're hmm. god you got this um and it's just been just hard but also very sweet and I don't I've I was trying to like think of how to share this and I was having a hard time putting it into words but the there are there's sweetness that's come from it um, as I've grown closer with my family uh, my cousins but it also is tremendously challenging mm. um, as she's my little sister. Right. And, my, and one of my close friends and yeah. I don't get to do life with her anymore. Mm. Um, I have also learned that the stages of grief theory doesn't necessarily make a lot of sense <laughs> just kind of going yeah. through 
stages of grief. And I'm like, well, I can be, I can kind of go between them very quickly and it doesn't make a lot mm. of sense. I don't think that's a thing, but mm. I don't know. It was kind of in a very broad sense. My story thus far is a lot of, a lot of emotions. <laughs> Mm. wow yeah thank you for sharing uh, honestly yeah I am so grateful that you are able to even just share that joy in the midst of that I think that's just something so beautiful so thank you thank you for sharing that um so that kind of leads us then to the next question uh, which is where did you see the grace of God and grace from God in your story. And I mean, even to this present day, you know? Uh, yeah, it was challenging to see the grace of God at the beginning, um, just as I was very much in the midst of it and watching my family be torn apart as part of, you know, part of my family is now gone. Mm. Um, and there was, I constantly had to fight this feeling of just wanting to isolate myself and disappear. Um, just, you know, move on, go elsewhere, don't want to deal with it. Um, and, and I had to fight that daily of being present um, with my family and with those that, are, that were coming around me. Uh, and God gave me some moments of taking me out into the wilderness where he'd allow me to go for a weekend to a cabin and just be with him. And that was far more, um, quenching, I guess, or satisfying than just running away as I kind of mm. would go into the wilderness with him and was able to just to, you know, God, this is rough. I don't understand it. I'm going through far more than I ever expected I would have to. And, um, and I want to run away. So I'm going to run to you, um, which, and, uh, and I found that to be quite, um, it helped me not to actually run away. <laughs> it helped me to mm. stay present, um, being able to run to him even though mm. a part of me also did not want to, because a part of me was like, well, God allowed this. Mm. But if I don't run to God, then who do I have? That's um, really good. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, it was just, it was very much trying to figure out, do I continue to trust God? And I was reading in my Bible study, we were reading Hindsight in High Places wonderful book would recommend mm. um and one of the uh the christ character asked the main character will will you trust me and it kind of kept coming back to god just asking me are you going to continue to trust me um you did trust me in the in the past but will you still or will this be the end will this be our ending and he, and the fact that God can allow me to have the time to process that, to not just to drop and run, but to allow me to come 
to the decision that yes, of course I still trust him. And that's, and I can't, it can't end here. It's not going to end here. Um, and just being that that patience, I mean, goodness sakes, it's a really good thing that he's God and I'm not, because I would not have that kind of patience with anybody, but <laughs> so yeah. that's just one, one of the moments in, of grace that I've seen in my journey thus far. Thanks for sharing that. It was really yeah. encouraging. Wow. Mm. Yeah. So good. I've, I'm, yeah. The idea that, you know, the temptation to run away, I mean, I don't know about, I, I understand. I totally get it. But the beauty of running, taking that desire to run and running to the Lord, I love that. I just, I've mm-hmm. never thought about it that way before. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that's so good. So yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, that's just some really, really good things. Um, and taking all of that, then where are you at now in your grief and grace story? And then what is one encouragement that you would tell our listeners today? Uh, I guess where I'm at, I've had a hard time through all of this um, worshiping and finding it in my in my soul to the desire to worship. As um, how could I when someone I love so dearly is gone so suddenly? Um, and even and just through all that like do I trust God can I leave should I leave all these things Um, just it felt like when felt worship felt fairly it felt like sand in my mouth if that makes uh, any Mm. sense it just didn't feel right Um, and along with all this I you know part of the grieving is grieving the moment that will never come the moments in life that I will never get to share with my sister and I was in church one day um it was worship I don't even remember what we were like what the song was or anything like that uh, but it the the Holy Spirit just met me there and I was thinking about all the things I wouldn't be able to do with my sister all those moments of like your weddings and kids and birthdays and Christmas like all of those important moments that are never going to come and the Holy Spirit just said Abigail there's one thing you can still do with your sister and that is to worship because Hmm. she is in paradise right now worshiping Mm. and and so I was able for the first time since her funeral really because there was a worship at her funeral um, to step into a place of worship and truly with my soul worship Christ because I knew I was reminded of where she is and, and who she is and that she is safe and she's home. And mm-hmm. even though I can't go shopping with her or you know get my hair done with her or anything like that, I can still worship with her and mm. praise wow. God with her and that has been 
one of the best gifts I've got I've been given from God through this whole thing as I have a, a thing that I can still do with my sister. Um, and I guess I just, I like like I said earlier, I'm, I'm very much in the middle of this story. It's only been a, over a year and a half and I have the rest of my life of grief to go. So I feel very ill-qualified to give um, advice or wisdom or anything. Um, I, but I guess I just, it's hard to fight those like innate emotions of, of fear, um, and mistrust and that like desire to run. It's really hard to, I, I fight those every day. Mm -hmm. Um, but in Hebrews, it talks about, uh, that we, are waiting for our homeland, that this is not our home. That, and it referenced, uh, I believe the author references Abraham and how he waited for the promised land uh, that he never got to see, but he still with faith waited for it. Hmm. And lately that has what's been keeping me grounded is knowing that this is not my home and that it is to come. And I will get there. It will happen. And I will have an eternity in that amazing, wonderful home. So for right now, I'm going to stay. And I'm going to faithfully continue what the Lord has for me here. Even though part of my heart is not here. That's incredible. I mean, I... um... I love that verse and, mm. and losses in my own life. I have gone to that verse because I, mm-hmm. I feel the same, you know, and it's like when part of your heart is, you know, somewhere where we're going to be someday, but it's not our time yet. It feels, it feels hard. It, and just like, I love what you also said about, you can worship with your sister right now. And it doesn't look like it has looked before but it's still a true thing that you can do. Um, that's just like blowing my mind. I just am really, really encouraged right now. Cause that, I, I just love that picture um, of what God gave you in that moment and is giving you in this journey. So thank you so much for sharing. Like, that was really, really encouraging. Yeah. Thank you so much. Wow. Yeah. So good. Um, <clears throat> yeah. That was, I think, honestly, it's good. To, it's good to be in the position where we feel ill-equipped um, because that's when we are encouraged the most. So Abigail, I want to say that like your words today, they hit me, you know, and I'm hundred percent sure that they're going to just touch the lives of so many, just because there's this honesty and, and beautiful ability to be vulnerable and just like, I don't know. It just, that's mm. when the Lord works. I've been hit with that so much recently. Just that reality that Lord, you use us. You just do. And it's amazing mm. because we don't deserve it. Um, but I, I see him shine through you. So thank you so, so much for sharing your heart and just, mm. you know, being willing to, to do that. So it means a lot. 
Yeah, anytime. And I just wanted to thank you both for also being vulnerable to kind of talk about the topic of grief and, and that, that takes a lot of, of courage as well. And it's amazing. Yeah, we, um, I feel like it's, it's a topic that as we're even delving into it, like ourselves and in our own journeys, it's like, we keep discovering women who, whether they feel alone in kind of navigating grief in their journey, or they feel like they're the only one that has ever been through whatever they're going through. It's just like, there's a lot of, I think women that don't have outlets to either talk about it or to hear stories that make them feel less alone. And like, I know for me and I know for Elizabeth, like that's, that's our, like part of our heart in this is like, we don't want anyone in their grief journey to feel alone in it because you're not. And even if, you know, we're not all experiencing the same journey of grief, um, grief is very similar across the different journeys. And so it's something that, you know, if you're going through it and I'm going through it and somebody else is going through it, we can all have uh, sympathy and empathy for each other and encourage one another um, in the Lord. And so um, it's, you know, it was like a no brainer when we both kind of talked through this and said, this might be a great thing to go through the summer with and to hear the stories um, like yours, um, Abigail, of just the, the utter grace of God through some really, really, really hard and dark and rough and sad circumstances. And that only bolsters other people's faith. And so it's like Elizabeth said, like it's going to bolster, I think, other women's faith as they listen. And that's just incredible to to get to watch. So thank you. Anytime. Thank you for having me on. The beauty is we can just continue on this journey, I think. You know, like yes. I've been thinking about it yes. as you've talked. I, it's like you were just saying, we walked through this together. We're not alone. And I think that's what's so beautiful is we've opened the doors. Like there's just mm. going to be this continual thing of being able to you know, not even if we're not always sharing, at least we know that we're not alone. And then there yes. is this beauty that it's a sisterhood. It's saying, Hey, mm-hmm. we're, we're all together in this and we can pray for one another and lift mm-hmm. one another up and worship together, which mm-hmm. I am going to be thinking about a lot. And just the beauty yes. that we get to worship, we worship mm-hmm. together on this earth. And then also with those who are in heaven, I can't tell you how encouraging that is. So that yeah that's that's about it so yeah well thank you again abigail for being our very first guest on the dwellers podcast um and just joining us for this not super light topic of grief um but also showing us the grace of god through your story we're very very grateful for you we hope that you were encouraged by abigail ferrant's story of grief and seeing God's grace in her journey of grief. Um, We were very encouraged, uh, as I'm sure you could tell from the conversation. Um, But we hope that if um, this is something that you are walking, that if you're walking a journey of grief right now, that you feel a little bit, uh, you feel a little less alone, that you feel uh, seen, you feel um, even heard in ways in this story and all the other stories that 
we will uh, have the next couple months, um, or at least in this month and the next, possibly more, um, and that you feel most of all seen by God, that he has you, he will never let you go, and he is with you in this, in dark days and dark nights, um, and in your journey of grief. His grace is, is there for you. So thank you so much for joining us today um, and listening to the story. Uh, we hope that it did encourage you and your faith um, and that you share with your friends and your family members that might be walking very similar paths as well. As always, you can find The Dwelling on, I mean, all the social media pages, um, on Facebook, on Instagram. Uh, our website is www at thedwelling.com. And there you'll find everything. You can sign up for our Monday weekly emails, which is also kind of a one-stop shop for everything The Dwelling. Um, or you can join us on our social media pages. Our uh, email and our DMs and our messages are always open to hear your stories, to hear um, whatever you want to tell us, um, to hear if you're encouraged, to hear prayer requests, um, just to, to read notes from you. Um, we've gotten some really cool notes over the last year. So it's always open for you. We are always there um, virtually <laughs> for you, um, even though we can't be there physically. Uh, so yeah, thanks again for joining us and we'll see you next time.